When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Great Beyond, and is this good companion pod where I catch up with my friend and yours, Jason Doyle. Hello. Hi, JD. Thanks for coming and producing the show. She didn't hear she wasn't supposed to show me the pic she just showed me. It's Rachel Doyle. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning. And not listening sometimes. No. Nope. Not listening at all. <laughs> well, uh, JD asked you to not show me a picture that he wanted to surprise with on the show. Luckily, I was not paying any attention and looking at my phone, so I don't know what the picture is still. And we really have to start recording the eight minutes pre-show before we go on. To catch the domestics. Yeah, people would be concerned about your relationship if they heard. Whole other person when the camera's rolling. Uh, well, don't you think, well, J.D., why don't you evaluate Rachel's performance so far? Because though you seemed very frustrated in the eight minutes before the show, I would argue that for someone that does not have a background in uh, in media, television, digital production, mm-hmm. that she's doing well. Or would you say <laughs> <laughs> that you could pull anyone off the street like and, and my fair lady them into producing a podcast better than your wife? What say you? Well, you know, it's a little bit of both, maybe. I think uh, I feel like the miracle worker sometimes, you know. <laughs> if you ever saw that famous scene, The Breakfast Battle. I, I haven't seen it. You Is haven't this the Helen seen Keller? it? Maybe. It's the Helen Keller story. And there is, if you YouTube, just to look up on YouTube, The Breakfast Battle. <laughs> It's one of the greatest scenes in cinema, cinematic history, I would say. Yeah. Um, equally disturbing and somehow hilarious at the same time. I mean, we're talking about Helen Keller, who was deaf and uh, blind, and the miracle worker who came in and, you know, uh, taught her how to communicate, basically, which is the, the whole miracle. Of I the think thing. there's a slap battle. There is definitely she. She definitely Helen Keller slaps uh, the the woman. I can't remember her name. The miracle worker. Um, anyway, that's me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> oh, but okay. you slap back too, just so, like the miracle worker. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we've compared Rachel to Helen Keller two minutes into the show, so I'm sure she's extraordinary. That this is gonna she go. was. Yeah, she, oh, oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, most people would be offended. <laughs> no. Yeah, she knows she's a diamond in the rough. You just have to get through the rough, and we are—we have started to crack the surface of the whatever the the, the giant granite. It's in the mountain. There's two minutes. Two minutes before you start recording is not training session. <laughs> FYI. Okay, well that's another good question. Are you giving your training sessions off no. air when <laughs> when there's time and there, we're not under pressure? No. Because I would say that's the best time to be teaching. This is how pressure is how diamonds are made, Matt. So that's just nothing but pressure. That's it. Okay. Because one could say that, uh, you know, when you had a spare moment, I know your retort's going to be that you'd never have a spare moment, but you could go through and and figure out a uh, great beyond setup where, you know, Rachel's camera is here, yours Mm -hmm. is there, you know, 
these are where the faders are going, the EQs. But yet, you choose <laughs> five minutes <laughs> when I log into the the Zoom. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's when it's a full-on battle. And you don't even mute me either. I mean, you could mute each other so that I don't hear the domestic happening. No, you're but you don't. And you this. let me be a part of it. And I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm um, I'm a what am I in in the in the cuck parlance? I'm someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm a voyeur. I'm watching. Yeah, exactly. A voyeur. And I'm uncomfortable. No. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, we made I, him uncomfortable. Oh no. I. Did notice the numbers weren't rolling. We could have just recorded the whole show. Well, not recorded the entire show. Okay, that was right. never going to happen. My hero? No. <laughs> I already knew that you didn't press the right button because I saw you not press the right button. You do, you, you did press the right button, but we have two records going. Let's not get into the, the, the nitty-gritty the nitty here. Yeah, well, so let me just ask you, J.D., did anything good or not good happen to you this Something week? terrible happened to me. Um, I was texting with you. Yeah? And you know how I the Apple or the iPhone has, you know, I guess they want you to use the contact picture that you have chosen, as in the person that you're communicating with. So... I've had the same picture for you on my phone since 2011. Rachel, go ahead and put that up. Oh, okay, now I'm finally seeing it. This is okay. the picture. This is from 2011. <laughs> this is the No Season Required Tour. And we are in LA. I'm sitting across from you. And this is maybe the happiest I've ever seen you, eating a number 19 from Langer's Deli. Yeah, Where is it in LA? Is it? It's not downtown. It's... Uh, uh, no, it's it's sort of, it's just west of downtown, I would say. Yeah. Uh, Near MacArthur Park. Classic place, classic sandwich. And your hands look massive in this, <laughs> in this well, picture first of for all, some reason. I don't know. This this looks like the part of the documentary where I, like, I go, you could see me smiling in this picture, but inside, the effects of alcohol and drugs were taking their toll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely, uh, deep pools of uh you know regret and uh pain I in look, those eyes <laughs> i look like if i could go back in time i would slap that sandwich out of my own hands and say not today okay maybe share that with someone okay <laughs> that's a lot of pastrami yeah. to be taken down no but uh, it was a delicious sandwich and it was a fun time and yeah I just love how big your hands look. And anyway, this was my... You can come off of it now, Rachel. There are meat sweats in that picture. Yeah. I was... But to be to be clear, I was eating the same sandwich. You know, my own sandwich, but uh, the same sandwich. It was fucking delicious, and I can't wait to get back there. Is this still open? Oh, hell yeah. Come on back, babe. We, we, uh, I've yeah. been a few times since okay. I've been here. Great. Um, anyway, uh, on my iPhone... You know, it gives you the, it's like, oh, you have, there's a new contact information for this contact. So you change it on your end and there's no picture. And I accidentally (laughs) said, okay, yes, I want that. I want the new one or whatever. So not only is there no picture, but now it's, it's Austin comma Matthew. Like what? What do you mean? That's the picture? No, that's the, that's your name now. So instead of. Matt, Matty O, or whatever I had it. Okay, like, you know what? I, I actually do know what happened here. Okay. I was, you know, like the iMessage on your computer? Yeah. So I, when I'm working at my laptop yeah. during the day, I like to text through that because it's just easier. Same. And it stopped working. And then 
I was trying to like figure out why why is this stop working and then at some point I was clicking here clicking there and then a thing popped up that was like do you want to set your your picture and your name for other for contacts and I was like what no I want to get to the place where I can figure out if this is working or not and I was just like yes 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 and now I guess I forced every one of my contacts to delete yeah. their photos and for my name to be Austin Matthew like it's on a class roll call <laughs> I know it's so formal I hate it but every time you would call me, I would see a happy Matt at Langer's with his massive hands. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. Like I, I've put very few people's, like, I've associated very few pictures with people. Yeah. Like, for instance, you know, Jill doesn't have one. She's just her normal. Just straight up Jill. <laughs> yeah, just the letters. Oh, do you think this is weird, actually? I put everyone in my phone, no matter who they are, as first name, last name. So, for instance, Jill is not, like, Mabu, yeah. or you know, <laughs> right. yeah, sweetheart, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, LOML, <laughs> love, love of my life. Yeah. Wow. She's just Jill. I guess I shouldn't say her last name. Don't want to dox her. Uh, <laughs> she's just Jill P in my phone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And but my mother is Miriam. Miriam her last name, which is not yeah. my last name. Okay. Right. And my dad, I'll say, because he has my last name. Yeah. Lenny Austin Lenny in my Austin. phone, not dad. Right. <laughs> what do you think of this? Do you think this is weird? Because someone saw it pop up and said, that's serial killer behavior. No, it's not that weird. It's I do not it. Weird. I do that too. Yeah. So you have Jason in, in your phone as yeah. Ter- Terrence Jason Doyle? No, just Jason and my mom and dad are... Who's talking, please? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, to be fair, I did give her one extra button to push today. <laughs> so she's up to three. This is going to end in bloodshed. <laughs> you know what's so, what's so funny is if... If people didn't know that we were recording a podcast, they would think it was a couple's counseling sec- uh, session. Because just you going, who's talking? Who's talking, please? And you're in the middle. Just Yeah, and I'm, right. you're a counselor. I'm the therapist. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be happy to, to, to be your therapist. Mm. I'd rather be your therapist mm. than your, your third in a, a, a sexual scenario of your choosing. Yeah. Anyway, Rachel, you were saying... Uh, you're... Kurt and Norma, not mom and dad. Right, yeah. Last but I think names, it's, though, too? It's, yeah, last names is maybe the, the yeah, additional weird part. Yeah, it's in there, too. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I okay. have you, Rachel, as baby mama, is, is, which is fine, you know, except when I want to call you using Siri, I'm like, uh, I'm not going to say it because now I'll accidentally call you in the middle of the show, but I have to say, hey, blankety blank, call baby mama, and which just sounds weird coming off the tongue, so... I should oh, change well, it that's be- better than my girlfriend, who Siri doesn't understand how to pronounce the name because there's some, some, sa- some sounds in there that the letters would not think that they would make. Okay. So I have to say her name the fake way that Siri <laughs> thinks it is. That's funny. And yeah. like, so like, even even my last name sometimes like Austin, you got to say to get it to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. It, yeah. Like Siri is is forcing us to pronounce things in in the wrong way. Oh. I want to go back to the um, the picture of me at Langer's. Yes. You don't have to put it up oh, sure. <laughs> ever again. In fact, you could go back and delete it from from the internet. <laughs> so we were on, um, that was the uh, the lockout season. Yeah. NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2011, I think. I think you said that. Yeah. And so we're, we're touring the country. We're doing these NBA live shows. And we are, we're in a room until... I can't sleep anymore because you're snoring so much, but that's not really the point of the story. Sorry, I just thought I'd bring that up. Hey, we survived LA. I, I don't think you kicked me out till Oklahoma. 
It sounds like a cool country song. <laughs> Made it through LA. <laughs> he kicked me out yeah, of no Oklahoma. <laughs> he said the worst five minutes of his life were when we got home and he had to rush to the bed before brushing his teeth so he could fall asleep before I did and my snoring would keep him up. And then he told me that the anxiety of being forced to fall asleep in five minutes before me was making him crazy. Yep. Tim McGraw, get at me, bro. Uh, so, I mean, if, if you've never experienced the anxiety of ne- being like, if I don't fall asleep in the next five minutes, I'm going to be awake all night. That I, I've experienced it since uh, on like, you know, Airbnb group trips and stuff. Sure, and it, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's wild stuff. Anyway, so we, we come out of Langer's and because we're in like film everything mode, cause we're on this tour, you film me giving a review of Langer's. Oh yeah. And then we put it up on the internet. Somehow Langer's finds it and puts it on their website. Really? Me. <laughs> yes. It was on the Langer's website being like, Oh, people are talking about Langer's. Oh, I remember filming that. So is it still there? No, I've looked for it because you know why? I think it was on our Vimeo account, yeah. and then when we switched from Vimeo, um, yeah, they said no, thank you, and then it probably like four oh four, yeah, in their embed, and they just took it off. But ah, bragging rights to be an LA person. Like if I could tell people that live in LA, it was like you know I'm on the Langer's yeah. website. Ugh. Instant credibility, <laughs> totally instant credibility. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I'm sorry about uh, changing your image. Do you oh. want me to change it back? No, no. You want me to change my picture on my end to that picture so that now everyone's contact will be updated to you? Yes, please, please. Chubby me eating sandwich? You're not that chubby. You're not chubby. Oh, come on. He just said you're not that chubby. You're not chubby. You're not chubby at all in it. Your hands look big for some reason. (laughs) They're close to the camera. It's like an optical illusion. Yeah, you were like Peter Jackson, and so my hands are <laughs> That's right. Gandalf, Gandalf, and my fat face <laughs> is the Hobbit. That's right. That's right. You do not look fat. Stop. You don't at all. Okay, I appreciate that, but <laughs> I'm, what, t- 15, no, 14 years older? No, 13 years older? Yeah. And I'm skinnier now. Yeah, but you live in L.A. now, so there's you got the L.A. No, no, no. LA I was, even in Atlanta, I was, I was thinner. I know, I'm kidding. In I, most seasons. I can't tell if your face looks thinner. You've got a beard. Okay, now, Rachel, you're fucking it up now. Don't say that. You look put great. Put up the picture. Can you? Do you think you can oh, put up the sure. picture? She can't. Oh, wait, no, she can't. <laughs> oh, she did it. His head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, you Rachel, can you split? You food in your cheeks, Matt. No, I don't have food in my cheeks. You think that I, I said take the picture now while I'm still have food in my cheeks? You've got two Langer sandwiches in your cheeks like a chipmunk getting ready for winter. You think I'm doing like a Brando impression where I'm putting bread rolls in my cheeks? No, this is what my face looked like in 2011. Matt, you Now are do clear. a split screen, Rachel. You're, Just kidding. You're I, chewing. I you're chewing. You're chewing. No, I promise I you I'm not. I don't think he is, actually. Okay, well... Okay, now I'm I'm insulted. I'm gonna move on, but I, it's gonna be hard for me. By the way, since it's been, we were taught this came up in the group chat. We never got our our the memory of us, uh, you know, because we were checking in everywhere. You remember how you used to check in on Facebook? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then <laughs> no, I remember how you used to check in. I never yeah, did it. Yeah, well, I did. Yeah, that's true. And I checked. We checked. You and I. Well, I checked it. Us in 
to uh, Larry Flint's Hustler Club in San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) And And I loved that you did it. I loved that you did it. (laughs) (laughs) It was a a fun night that night, wasn't it? I think I'll sure I'll say yes. Yeah, I don't really quite fun. remember, but I thought fun. I thought that there, you had been you had been to another strip club the day before that you said was much better. Uh, yeah, that's the Mitchell Brothers, right. or uh, I just remember the you no, keep, no, no. You we kept went saying the we phrase, went to Mitchell Brothers afterwards. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I just remember you saying the phrase, "the pageantry of Mitchell Brothers." <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. I said that to you while we were in Mitchell Brothers. Uh, okay. Well, that <laughs> sticks in my head. All right. So yeah, we so I I was starting to get on that Facebook feature where it's like you have a memory, right? And it was like twelve years ago. This happened. This happened. And we start to get check-ins from San Francisco. Like, oh, you were at this restaurant, and I was like, oh. We're getting close. Or I guess I was seeing some from Portland, and I knew we went to San Francisco next. Right. So I was like, we're getting close to Facebook reminding me that 12 years ago I checked into Larry Flint's Hustler Club. Uh, and you're right. It never, it never popped up. Do you think up. that Zuckerberg knew, and he didn't, he didn't want it on the TL? Yeah, possibly. They're trying to clean things up over there, maybe. Huh. Hmm. Well, fun. You know we what? don't need Facebook to remember. You know what's very handy about that? If I go back to 2011 and I want to know where we ate and what we did it's all there because i checked in i think everywhere everywhere we yeah went. no and, so. and and some of them i was like i know usually i have a memory of being somewhere yeah like i i saw when it was like you checked into teeth well, <laughs> am i wrong <laughs> well you know what like- i think they changed the name of that place because it was called electric it was uh it was like the electric mayhem dr teeth was the uh, the Muppet, like the the yeah, Muppet yeah, yeah. band, was the keyboard there. player. Yeah, but I don't think it was called Teeth while we were there. But they've changed the name of the venue, so it's still related to the Muppets. But I think they might have changed the name because I don't think it was called Teeth. It might have been though. I don't know. It might have been. It could have easily, and we could have just called it Doctor Teeth. Yeah, maybe. You never know. We're always coming up with nicknames. We're very creative. That's true. Uh, but it is it is <laughs> fun to get those those reactions, and it's you know it's crazy, is that. People that are younger than us, or you know, younger than me, will have those reminders from when they were like, possibly like thirteen. I know, yeah, fourteen. You know, like for me, it maybe starts when I was in my late twenties, thirties, or something. Yeah, but it's crazy. Actually, you know, this this dovetails perfectly with my good, not good that I'm going to bring up. Go on. Um, so, uh, David Weinfeld, the professor. Dr. Weinfeld, yeah. Dr. Weinfeld, a a goat, a Patreon goat. He was um, texting Jill, you know, I guess trying to get to know her from afar. Okay. And he was asking her, because he loves teen dramas, and he was asking her, like, which was hers that she grew up? Because, like, you know, for us, it was 902 and 0. Mm. Well, not for me, uh, but, well, I guess for me, What was was yours? Uh, Teen drama. The Love Boat? Happy Days. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck both of you. Happy Days, but... During the time that Happy Days took to place it. Leave it to Beaver. Literally, I would watch Leave it to Beaver every day at lunch on CKBR. Um, <laughs> Did it hold up? Oh, yeah, it holds up. Come on, man. Jerry Mathers, he's my man. Uh, what was, okay, what was your teen drama? Uh, pro- drama? It was probably uh, Degrassi. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Plus yeah. the Canada mm-hmm. angle. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a half hour comedy though, wasn't it? Or a half hour? <laughs> whole... 
you just blew my mind if it was supposed to be a comedy, because, God, it's the worst <laughs> thing ever made, then. Uh, no, it's teenage melodrama. It's uh, it's a soap opera, isn't it? Okay, okay. So it counts. It counts. It counts, I, sure. I never watched Degrassi. I don't really know why, but I, I mean, you're not missing it. anything. Uh, all right, so, this, so he's asking her, and, and she says, oh, you know, the OC. And he's like, oh, I watched the OC. Oh, love okay. the OC. Yeah. Uh, he's like, did you ever watch Dawson's Creek? And she was like, no, I, I just kind of just missed Dawson's Creek. Wow. And then he's like, oh, you should ask Matt uh, because he loved Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I remember. And he wrote, he loved it so much that he wrote um, a school assignment about Dawson's Creek. Oh. At, at Ryerson? Yeah. And, and, and she was like, what? And he was like, yeah, it was Dawson's Creek fan fiction. So then oh. she comes to me and she says, can I read your Dawson's Creek fan fiction? I say... What the fuck are you talking about? She says, well, Dave says you watched Austin's Creek. I was like, okay, yes. And then he says, in, in college, you wrote, for an assignment, you were a fan, Dawson's Creek fan fiction for a school assignment. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. That's not possible. That did not happen. I have a good memory for these things. And then it started to not me, JD, because I was like, fan fiction. Because we were in you yeah. know, a media, radio, television program, I remember in some class, must have been an English literature class, we discussed different kinds of, of prose and fiction. Mm -hmm. And I started to remember, we did do a section on fan fiction. And that's where I learned about slash fiction. You okay, know? Remember yeah. where it's like, uh, take two hetero characters. Right. And then, because there wasn't a lot of, you know or any really back in the day queer representation on television, you would take mm -hmm. two hetero characters and then you would write stories about them, but they would be gay in the story. Right. So you had right. like a Dawson Pacey fuck fest. No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't do <laughs> slash fiction. Oh, she wanted to get in the mood. That's why she wanted to read it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, well, yeah, it's true. Dawson could have directed Pacey. He directed a lot of films, but what, kind of films <laughs> and uh yeah so then i look I, I started looking back at my email but my email the the last oldest email i have because i had fatty maddie underscore o yeah ph but ph i've lost it it's gone i, I don't oh. have the password and i think it's just like from no, non-use or non-logins it's just gone okay but i have an old yahoo email after that that i still have access to look back it didn't go far enough right then David sends me a Word document, and by God, I did write Dawson's Creek fan fiction wow. for a college school assignment. Wow. So it wasn't a spec script. This was literally... No, 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 no. Wow. So I, I don't remember what the assignment was, but what I did write was, so they, they at the end of Dawson's Creek, well, well, they graduate, but then there's a flash forward, and Joey, who is Katie Holmes, ends up with uh, Pacey, who is Joshua Jackson, and Dawson moves to L.A., and I guess I wrote, they were all writing into each other through the school newsletter. Okay. And Dawson had lost touch with them and he's writing in to find out about what's going on. And then Pacey writes back and Pacey is pissed at Dawson mm. uh, because I guess in my fan fiction world, Joey and Pacey had been divorced and Joey had uh -huh. moved to Paris, which she had always wanted to do. Right, yeah. And then, and then... <laughs> and then Joey reads Dawson and Pacey's letter, and she writes back a third letter, sort of capping it all off. Right. Oh, okay. And so they're all, like, stylized as if they're in the Cape Side, I forget even what it's called, <laughs> Cape Side High uh -huh. uh, thing. Anyways, 
incredible the things we do oh sorry now i tried to just open the document but i opened something else and now i don't see you anymore hold on (laughs) rachel no just kidding it's not your fault yes i can be blamed it's fine all right so i wanted to ask you like did you have oh by the way i think the, the the impetus was this now that i'm thinking back was in I think it ended in 2003, Dawson's Creek. But then in 2004 and 2005, our last year of college, I was living with someone and I had cable for the first time. And on, you know, one of those TBS style Mm -hmm. networks, they were showing two episodes of Dawson's Creek back to back every morning. And I didn't have morning classes. So every morning I would wake up and I think it was like from maybe nine to 11, two hours of Dawson's Creek. That's how it started every day. And I was burning through the seasons because it was double and it was every day. Right. So With I guess commercials, was, appointment viewing. I know, yeah, oh, no so TiVo good. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I want to know, were there any uh, high school or college assignments that you could think of that you look back and you're like, God damn it, why did I do that? <laughs> well, one at, at uh, MTU or Ryerson, um, it was our final year, and I think we were in, I think it was in children's TV, and it was near the mm-hmm. end. And I was tired. Mm-hmm. I was tired because we did a practicum that was very taxing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had had a pretty good run there at uh, RTA. One of the one of the greatest runs. Yeah, like just coming up with ideas. You're like and, the Jordan Bulls. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but I was I had had enough. And we uh, in this children's uh, it, it's children's television class. Was it children's television? Whatever it was. We had to pitch. Everybody had to pitch, right? And then the mm-hmm. the, the the class would vote and create, uh, you know, the best pitches, quote unquote. And mm-hmm. I literally, I basically wanted to sabotage myself because I'm like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. I want to hold the boom mic and not mm-hmm. be. I I don't want this because <laughs> I don't want just, the smoke. I don't want the smoke. I don't want to care about it. I don't want to be invested in this because I'm just limping to the end at this point. So I like get up and I go, oh, um, here's my pitch. It's about a bowling ball and a bowling pin and it's called Whack and Pinion. That's it. That was the pitch. <laughs> were you a, like, <laughs> by myself to the pitch? Like, did you have to say, like, you know, you got to be up there for three minutes and you got to cover this, this and that? Or could you literally just come up and give a log line? It was a log line. And and I think I may have pitched like a, that they're lost. They're 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 separated from one. Or no, no, they've never met. They've never met. So it's about a ball, a ball and a pin out in the wild, okay. like in the streets of Toronto. OK, like it's dumb. It's stupid. But I don't know. So I like it. Yeah, I think exactly. Right. Well, that's what happened. And then they're like, well, we, we like this one. And of course, you know, you remember college where people come in like people came in with elaborate game shows for kids like and, you know, like <laughs> I'm not going to name names, but there's, you know, just like very, very complicated pitches. And people are like, I don't know. Well, let's do the bowling ball thing. And so then, of course, <laughs> then I'm part of this production and it's just like. It was so bad, and I w- and I actually did a good job of like keeping myself out of it. And I w- ended up being the sound guy on it, so I was literally holding a boom mic over a fucking bowling ball, rolling down, rolling down. You the shot street. this? It was shot. It was it was live action, and it was just like oh, God, like <laughs> it was live action bowling ball, bowling ball and a bowling pin, <laughs> and uh, uh, I mean, how did the pin walk? Out of curiosity. It didn't. It just sort of like, 
out of frame, you know, it would be like, uh, you know, <laughs> somebody would hold it like that sort of thing. I'm holding my, for the listeners, I'm holding my phone underneath uh, where you can't see my heads. Anyways, uh, I, I didn't love it. I was literally like crawling out of my skin watching this thing at the uh, the screening of it, which wasn't, there was no stakes. It was just, um, you know, just the, in the classroom, like, God damn it. It was just like uh, you, you. You literally tried to producers yourself. You yeah, tried to I make totally, a flop. Hundred percent, and it became a success. Yeah, exactly. It should have ended right there. I was like, this guy's got nothing. It's a fucking bowling ball and a pin. I don't know. But they're like, did, but, did, did that inspire you to do like do a Costanza opposite? Like just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if people like my shitty ideas, maybe I should just give them my shitty ideas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's well, that was at the end of it. So I mean. I did no, just I, as as a as a as a template for life. Well, I I am doing this job right now, which is uh, produce a not this podcast, but a, the basketball podcast. No dunks. Uh, check it out uh, uh, at theathletic.com slash no dunks. <laughs> uh, because I can Costanza in second year, I Costanza Costanza myself, and I not Costanza, but I was like. I'm going to just say yes to everything. So mm-hmm. when Tass was like, oh, we need our 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 producer for the sports doctors, just, just – he dropped out of school. Shout out to Nick Lombardi. He shot – he just dropped out of school and uh, they need, they didn't have a producer. So I'm like, well, I'll do it. I, I know nothing about sports, but I'll – you want me to sit behind the board and move the faders? I'll, I'll do it. And here I am, still producing a sports show with Tasmos. And in those first days of of producing, were you better or worse than Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I did go to school for it. I was at uh, school. For I guess, it. yeah, it's 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 not fair comp. <laughs> he was also apprenticing with a wonderful sound editor. That's true too. That's true too. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now you are apprenticing with a wonderful sound editor. Yeah, I think Scott probably taught you before you went live, though. But yeah, that's true. <laughs> no. But Rachel, could JD cuddle with his audio mentor? I bet he could. It's yeah. so nice. He's a nice guy. He's really Okay. Nice. <laughs> He's the guy that always wears shorts. He's very yeah, yeah. cuddly guy, yeah. Yep. He wears shorts in Toronto in the winter, outside only. I've never seen him wear pants. Literally never. Seen never. Him wear pants. No. Never seen him wear pants. All right, well, let's get to some very exciting news. Uh I know JD, you you were waiting for this. Yeah. Um I don't know what it Sexiest is. Sexiest Man Alive has been announced. Oh, yeah. Hey. What's his name? Patrick? Patrick Dempsey. Uh, he's McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Though I think he's not been on the show since like 2015. He's, he's, really? do you know how old he is, by the way? Rachel, do you want to take I a do. guess on how old he is? I, I looked it up because Jason thought he was um, old, or Jason thought he was older than Patrick Dempsey. He is not. Yeah. No. Good He's news. 57. Mm-hmm. 57. Not the oldest uh, sexiest man alive. I looked that up too. Fuck, I'm doing Let me guess. Here. Let me guess. Let me guess. Sean Connery. Oh. Is that a real guess? That's a real guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Is that it? That makes yes. sense. That makes sense. Hot damn. Very good. God damn it. <laughs> guy doesn't know shit about sports, but he knows a lot about sexy men. <laughs> James Bond, baby. <laughs> do you think every James Bond has been a sexiest man? Ooh. How long have they been doing this? Yes, I do, actually. We should look oh, it up. actually, I do know. I wrote it down. 
Oh, look at you. <laughs> and what's the answer? 1985, so not that long. So 1985, Sean Connery. Oh, you just know when they've been doing it. You know, so it's not a, I mean, Idris Elba has been, for sure. Oh, yes. He's been Actually, I shouldn't long. say for sure. He has. No, well, hold on. I did write, oh, no, he has been, for sure. Yes. So we know, and Pierce Brosnan was, for sure. But Idris Elba was not James Bond. No, no. He should be. Okay, oh, he should. Sorry, be. I'm here in LA. I know things that you don't know yet. Wow. And now the strike's over. I can finally be the one to announce here. <laughs> your next James Bond is Idris Elba. Wow. It's about finally. time. That's great. Um, okay, so Pierce was definitely <laughs> sexiest man alive. Yes, he was. Yeah. He was. Uh, Timothy Dalton? Probably not. No. And uh, Roger Moore? Rod- probably not. Yeah. Sexy men, for sure. Okay, so can we say everyone's. Uh, hmm. So it was Connery, then Dalton, but didn't didn't Connery come back, or was it Moore that came? Connery back? came back for one called Never Say Never Again. That was during the Moore run, and then right, and then it went from it went that to, to Dalton, and then Pierce, and then Pierce. So we can say that probably everyone since Pierce will probably be on it, and Daniel Craig, no brainer, right? Like, oh, but then again, Daniel Craig has not been a sexiest oh, man. Okay. He hasn't. That's, no. Okay, this theory is bunk. Yeah. Bunk, I tell you. <laughs> oh, well, I wrote down everyone that's won uh, from from this year down to 2000. Okay. He still okay. has time. So, yeah, let's, uh, I'll read you them. I'm just going to read them quickly. Just, you know, you don't need to focus on each one. Just bask in the glory of how hot okay. these names are. All right. Okay? All right. All right, we got, this year we had Dempsey, and then we're going backwards. Okay. Chris Evans, okay. Paul Rudd, Michael B. Jordan, okay. All John Marvel Legend. Guys. All what? Those three you just mentioned, all Marvel guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rudd, yeah. Evans, Rudd, Rudd Jordan. Jordan yeah. yeah. Then John Legend. Okay. Uh, then the future James Bond, Idris Elba. <laughs> okay. Then Blake Shelton, question mark. Mm. Uh, then Dwayne Johnson, David Beckham, Chris Hemsworth, Adam Levine, Channing Tatum, Bradley Cooper, Ryan Reynolds, Johnny Depp, Hugh Jackman, Matt Damon, George Clooney, Matthew McConaughey, Jude Law. People forget Jude People Law forget. was a they problem. Do. They ah. do. <laughs> uh, Johnny Depp, Ben Affleck, Pierce Brosnan, and Brad Pitt. I mean, <sighs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Right? No brainers. Now, did, did any name jump out at you as not being in there? Because like, one oh, jumped out at me. Sorry. Not being in there. Not being in there. Um, you said? Did you say Affleck? Yes, Affleck's in there. Uh, as is as is Damon. Hmm. Nothing jumped out. You said the. I'll rock. give you. I'll give you a hint. He was in the biggest movie of the year. This as year. the main male character. Uh, the biggest movie of the year. A movie we did not love that everyone else loved. Are you talking about? Oh, not... Ryan Go- Gosling. Yeah, Gosling. Oh, Gosling. Yeah, yeah. No hmm. Gosling. Even Circa Drive. He'll be at next year. He's a fucking child compared to Dempsey. Like, there's time. There's a lot of time. Yeah. Well, also, so, okay, go ahead. Well, Dempsey has a big movie coming out, right? Uh, this is all, all this is tied to movie promotion. Okay, thank you, JD. So, sorry for being uh, hold, hold cynical. On. Okay, no, I got a cat going nuts back there. <laughs> um, so, I, it, I found it was honestly a bit jarring that Gosling had never been named because he, Reynolds, I mean, I think Gosling is sexier than Reynolds. Yeah. And I Googled it just to see if he was, and it's the headline that came up was Gosling refuses title of sexiest man of the oh, year. Oh, this sounds uh, actually familiar. So he he just said I no don't thanks. think he publicly said it, but behind the scenes there, you know, People magazine calls obviously their PR and is like, "Hey, if we name you, will you play ball? Will you sit down for an interview, do these right. pictures, blah blah blah." Yeah. And I guess he said no. 
respect. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is there is something to that. You know what though? Like nothing. If I'm Dempsey and I'm 57 and I'm like, yeah, I've been on a show for 20 years. I mean, he's kind of a big star, right? I mean, in that, in the Grey's Anatomy, for all the Grey's, can't buy me love. Yes, I do. And uh, you know, (laughs) I thought he was. I thought he was like this guy's going to be a star. And then yeah. I was like, whatever happened to that guy on Can't Buy Me Love? And it's like, oh, he's been on this uh, s- massive hit for 12 years that you didn't even know about called Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you didn't know about it even though you toured the studio? I didn't tour the studio. Uh, I missed that because oh, I was bit... editing, remember? Mm. See, Rachel, that's why you don't want to be a producer. While all, right. well, all mm-hmm. the talent, while well, I wasn't talent, are visiting... The glitz and glamour of the Grey's, empty Grey's Anatomy lot. <laughs> You're home in a Hyatt Hotel editing. But yeah, uh, do you think your opinion should count more than ours on this uh, topic, Rachel? That's what I was curious about. No, not at all. Okay, so even though... You admire, you can admire a man. We can admire, but when push comes to shove, it's not, we're not... Having sex. You know, if, if sexy comes from the word sex, I believe... <laughs> Yes, actually, now that you're no, mentioning not to it. Get too deep into the entom- etymology of the word, but I do believe sexiest, uh, you know, sex is, you can't spell sexiest without sex. That's right. So we wouldn't, I wouldn't have sex with Patrick Dempsey. God knows he's beautiful, but uh, would, would you, you when, when push came to shove, you would. So don't you think your opinion should count more? I don't know. I mean, I think sexy is just this, sexiest man alive is just this sexy title they've done to grab your attention. Uh, you can appreciate male beauty, so I think you should be able to chime in. Okay. Well, I just want you to know if it was Sexiest Woman Alive, we would not value your opinion as much as ours. Oh, okay. okay? Well, actually, <laughs> now I want to ask you your opinion on this. Since, uh, yeah. Uh, I looked it up, and you know that they've changed the women's section of the People magazine, the annual. It used to be most world's, world's Most Beautiful Woman, and they've changed it. Okay. Did you know that? I didn't even. I honestly didn't even know they had a mu- most beautiful woman. Yeah. I always just thought it was sexiest man. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently it's now the beauty issue, but it used to be the world's most beautiful woman. So what the so it used to be the world's most beautiful women. That was what it was called. People's most beautiful. World's most beautiful okay. woman. At, like the issue. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. So Julia Roberts. And was it was the a last greater one. honor than being Times Man of the Year back then. <laughs> <laughs> it was 2017. Was the last. Year that they did world's most beautiful. Oh, woman. and that was that was the issue where it was world's most beautiful woman, and it was just a mirror like that time. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> so, would be nice, that would Matt. Be nice. And wouldn't that be nice? Oh, then we could all be the most beautiful woman in the world. Right. Well, could I be <laughs> the most beautiful girl? All right. Um, but how yeah. come? Why haven't they changed? Are the the women get offended? Are the men <laughs> not offended? Well, like, why didn't they change? No, we're not offended. We're not offended because we're not. Um, historically, mostly, exclusively judged based purely on our attractiveness. Right. We can be ugly and do many things, whereas uh, women were prized not so much for their personalities, their brains, but for their exterior appearances. And I think that they're trying not to... Um, God, I thought we had a woman on the show to explain this stuff to us. I know. Now we're we're mansplaining feminism. (laughs) You don't want to be in that position. I uh, I like that you had that up your sleeve just yeah, but, on off the cuff. I'm well, very, very impressed with you. But I, but so are you? Would you like there to be a sexiest woman in the world? 
No, I Me? just no, Rachel. Oh, oh. I I would I... like there to be one, and she's she lives with me, JD. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. She lives with me, Matt. <laughs> oh, how dare you! Uh... <laughs> What's the 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 Zoom equivalent of doing a Three Stooges like? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so you you would like to have a sexy No, no, you I, wouldn't. I don't mind. Uh, I just, I'm wondering about whether you guys feel exploited. Exploited? Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, no. I mean, look, you go through some of these and you're like, wow, I'll never be, I'll never be considered attractive in this way. But then you get uh, a Blake Shelton in there. I'm not saying he's ugly by any stretch. But sorry, compare him with David Beckham or a Hemsworth or a Tatum or a Cooper. But I think they're also changing it like... A Brad Pitt? There's a lot Brad of... Brad Pitt's my number one. How, you know what? Leo DiCaprio not on this list. Oh, in interesting. Last. That's an interesting one, yeah. too. That is interesting. interesting. Beauty okay, is so... very complex. It's not just about the exterior, even for men. <laughs> well, I'm sure they take great pains in the article to say something about like how Dempsey is a great father or something like that. Yeah. Uh, they do, actually. You didn't read okay. the article? <laughs> what is there to read? Well, I'm going to read a People magazine article. What are they going to say? What, what, could, what revelations about Patrick Dempsey, someone who, no offense, I don't really care about that much, am I going to find out? Yeah, nothing. There's re- literally yeah. nothing. But he's got grown I was, I was... children. That's one thing. One takeaway is that his yeah. kids are both over 20. Beauty is at any age. But no, well, this is sexiness, though. Rachel. But your this kid, is, is when you're 57, your oldest kid will be over 20. Yeah, that's true. So why is that weird? It's not weird. I'm just saying he's old. So you don't think he can be sexy? As <laughs> I'm you saying, age? I'm Helen saying, Aaron was one of the in the beauty issue, and she is very sexy. Helen Mirren? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. She's very sexy. I agree. Helen Mirren is very sexy. Okay, Rachel, you could turn the prompter off now. <laughs> I mean, Helen, Helen Mirren. I don't know. I, I like. You're right. I don't. If let's put it this way, if there was a list of people's se- sexiest women of the year, we wouldn't do it as a topic on the show because it's not really uh, interesting or funny or like I, I guess I don't want to be part of the industrial complex that sits here and says well Helen Mirren is hotter than Alanis Morissette but not hotter than um, Blake Lively who is not as hot as Megan Fox who is hotter you know what I mean it's like what, what, what's the point of that exercise right. I was just joking Rachel should you have more say on this because <laughs> I think you should because when, when the rubber meets the road you would commit to doing the word that is in sexiest in theory, at least. But also that, like, you know, there's the sort of classic thing of, like, who women find sexy when it comes to other women is not is sometimes different than who men find sexy. Mm. I I have never found anyone sexy by just looking at their exterior. I need to have a conversation with them before I'm like, yeah, I, I could have sex with you. Oh. <laughs> so, so you would be one of these people that writes sapiosexual on your Hinge dating profile now. Viewer. What is that was always cool. To see. I think it literally means like someone who is attracted to intelligence. Oh, okay. The intelligence of my dick. No, just kidding. <laughs> if your dick makes me laugh, it's fine. Okay. So well, what's a is that a humor? If you, but then if yeah, I don't oh, want I you guess laughs. That's... I don't want you laughing at that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have the I have the rest of my hundred and 
28 body parts and muscles and <laughs> to be funny. So, okay, so Matt, uh, gun to head. Yeah. Of the 23 names that you just, you gotta uh, have yeah. sex with one okay. of them. Mm. Gotta have sex with one of them. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'll say that to me, the sexiest of my generation of my lifetime will be Brad Pitt. I think Brad Pitt as Tyler Durden in Fight Club, just like ripped, but just straight up flat. <laughs> that is always when you go, like, you know, when you go to get a haircut, you show him a picture, you're like, hey, make me look like this. Right. If there was the equivalent in the in the personal trainer world, I would just print out a picture of Brad Pitt from Fight Club on a dot matrix, hand to him and say, here, do this to me. <laughs> right. And then he just beats the shit out of you because I can do the the, the face for you, the personal trainer would say to you. Because he's fucking beat up in that bitch. <laughs> and, then he would, and then he would swat the pastrami sandwich out of my hands. <laughs> yeah. What's your choice, Jason? Uh, is Reynolds on there? Yeah. Reynolds is on yeah, there. Yeah, give me Reynolds. Oh, God. He but seems like a hear, generous then, lover. Then you're going to have to hear his, like, <laughs> his witty musings after. I don't, I like that. That would, that would, like that would get me in the mood. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for Idris Elba. Okay. I think that's a, a wise choice. I mean, who wouldn't want to sleep with James Bond? Am I right? Oh, so <laughs> many reasons. Right. So you're many right. reasons. <laughs> right. uh, so uh, of interest, so I, while I didn't read this article, uh, I saw that they had a link to like subcategories of Sexiest Man, and it was a reader's poll. So like they let people vote, and they had the top four, and then they said who won based on readers voting okay. online. So there was a ton of categories, but I just wanted to highlight a few. So sexiest TV star, the nominees were, or the four highest vote getters were Jeremy Allen White of The Bear. Okay, yeah, yeah. Chef, right, right. I just need a, a, a nod of recognition so I yeah. can move on. Yeah. Uh, Will Sharp of The White Lotus. That was uh, Aubrey Plaza's uh, husband in that. I can't even picture him in my mind, actually. But go okay. on. Uh, he, you know, remember he was, he was always going on jogs. Yeah, no, I remember. Take his shirt off, chiseled. I literally cannot picture his face right now. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Quincy Isaiah of Winning Time. Magic. Oh, Magic, yeah. Okay, ah, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay. And uh, James Marsden from Jury Duty. Right. <laughs> now, I would have assumed that Jeremy Allen White won this because he's like, chicks seem to be super into him. Mm-hmm. They like an intense guy. Right. Uh, an intense, slightly problematic guy. <laughs> They're like, well, he has passion. And he loves food and cooking more yeah. you know, than, than anything anyone loves anything. So if he loves food that much, maybe he'll love me that much. <laughs> yeah. No, he won't. You see? Because he's too much in love with food. Uh-huh. And now I'm sure in eventual seasons we will find that he, has, he needs to find a balance between his love of people <laughs> and food. But not now. Not yet. Right. Uh, uh, anyway, so Marsden won. But, yeah. huh. Oh. But he's a, he's already a guy that could be in the running for like sexiest person totally. in general. Yeah. I think. he's he's uh he's the old the oldest one of the that group I would think mm-hmm. by a lot. How old is James? Uh, yeah, oh, by a lot for sure, for sure. Okay, sexiest funny guy, so sexiest comedian. Okay, top four: Trevor Noah, John Mulaney, Hassan Minaj, and Seth Meyers. What do you got, Rachel? Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm none of them, none of them. None of them? Mulaney, not Mulaney. (laughs) Secret secret option. I mean, I, I'll take John Mulaney, but it's, 
It's going to be a stretch. I don't know. Wow. He hasn't been doing it for me lately. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, well, Trevor Rory. Noah one, which Rory, I think is Rory, on not the other hand. Who's Rory? Rory Scovel. Oh, Rory Scovel. Okay. He's so yeah, funny. Yeah, sure. He's, He's so hot. funny. Bit of a dab but wait, wait, hold yeah. on. But we're talking... We're not talking funny. We're talking hot here. But I need yeah, yeah, to yeah. appreciate more than just uh, the exterior. I'm complicated. Right. We're complicated. Right. Okay, well, there you have it. Rachel does not find Trevor Noah, John Mulaney, Hassan Minaj, or Seth Meyers funny. So that's... <laughs> I mean, John Mulaney I find the most funny, but it's... Uh, of those? Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I think you're... That's a safe, I, I'd that's fuck a uh, John Mulaney. 100%. Okay. Well, that's great. Uh, now, this is one that I thought was particularly interesting. Because look how look how deep into the bag they're going. First of all, there was, there was like sexiest grandpa, which Pierce Brosnan won, which I didn't think was fair because he was already the sexiest man. Right. Can, here's the top four for sexiest grandpa. Okay. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Okay. Kurt Russell. Okay. Michael Douglas. Okay. What? Uh, He's a great grandfather. Come on. It's got Al Roker. Stop it. <laughs> Al Roker was the fourth hottest grandfather in America? What is happening? Wow. They wow. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, Anyways, it's fine. I just want to move Pierce to this is, last one here. Pierce is a good looking guy. Come on. He is a very he's a very good looking guy. Sexiest podcast host. Oh, okay. I'm not joking. This was on there. Really? Which is so funny because like the joke is like face for radio, right? Like mm-hmm. you didn't have to be attractive to be on the radio. That was the whole point. Right. That was our medium. Yeah. But now they're saying who's sexy podcast host. Okay. So I I mean, we're not gonna know who these people well, so Taylor Lautner, you might know who that is. He's the guy from um uh Twilight. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not Robert Pattinson, the other guy. The other guy. The yeah. What was his name? Joseph? No, not Joseph. I think he's the werewolf. Ja- uh, that Jacob. 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 Good job. Yeah. So wow. yeah, and then he uh, so he hosts a podcast with his wife, who's also named Taylor. Interesting. Lautner. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway. I don't know. Okay. Taylor and Taylor. Uh, Dax Shepard. Okay, we know him. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Buff. Buff dude. Buff, Buff sober. Guy, married. I think. Married. I think he's sober. He's married to uh, uh, Veronica Bell. Mars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the Veronica Mars. The Veronica Mars. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Veronica Mars. All right, so then uh, and he then got he, in trouble recently, didn't he? Dax. Dax Shepard. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was uh, the queer eye guy. It was something yes. over. Uh, anyways. Now right. I don't know if we're gonna get canceled. Come now, I'm trying to remember his name. Long haired, the long haired queer eye guy. Yeah. Jonathan Van Ness. That's it. Jonathan Van Ness. Mm. Jonathan Van Ness. And then, well, they had a disagreement or a, a fight. Well, well yeah. Was, I, I think he know. felt, I don't know. I, apparently, I saw I saw a item that said that Jonathan Van Ness said a lot was cut out from the episode. Oh. So we don't know exactly. I mean, I'm assuming the stuff that made Dak Shepard look worse was cut out, considering it was Dak Shepard's podcast. Yeah, you would think. Anyway. Yeah. Next. We've cut a lot of, out of this show. <laughs> Did, okay. Did Jonathan Van Ness? We've never make cut anything list? out of any shows. Yeah, that's true. It's we were pretty. Good. Uh, no, he didn't make this list of sexiest podcaster. Huh. But Nick Veal, I think that's how you pronounce it. I think he was a former bachelor, and then someone named Dom Gabrielle from I don't know who that okay. that is. I do apologize, Dom. I don't. Know um, but anyways, we don't need a sexiest podcast host. No, that's we the whole do. Point. The, you know what the point is? The point is relevancy because podcasts are big, and you don't want to be People Magazine and be like. 
Oh, here's the funniest guy on TV. It's a sick. It's like uh, the the King of Queens or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Kevin James. Kevin James. You know, or whatever. The, like the Kevin James. The Kevin James. The King of Queens. <laughs> <laughs> the Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> yeah, you can't because nobody watches TV anymore. So I'm surprised that they didn't do sex, sexiest uh, YouTuber or whatever. Well, they did. They did sexiest oh. TikToker, but I didn't bother reading those because I was like, well, we're yeah. not gonna know any of these. people. Yeah, exactly. But that's how you stay relevant. That's how you're. That's how you stay relevant. Yeah, because the TikTok fans out there are definitely picking up People magazine. <laughs> you know, you know how else you stay relevant, JD? A little housekeeping. Okay, let's do uh, about it. Fifty minutes waiting. into the podcast, that's when that's when they tell you to do it. Uh, if you like to support the show, go to Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Is This Good? You'll get ad-free episodes. You'll get access to our thriving community on Discord. You'll get an exclusive episode every month. Actually, I should say that that exclusive episode is going to be next week. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say it now just so I have to force myself to do it. You're going to be on vacation. Yeah. I'm going to be doing a solo episode. I think I might be trying to rope Jill, the most beautiful woman in the world, wow. <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to maybe read me questions. So if you, if you are uh, in the Discord, or if not, I guess, but... I'll try to do a lot of Discord questions. But anyway, send me emails if you want me to read them. It's kind of like maybe an AMA, any kind of question you have. Okay. I think Jill will read them to me and I will answer them. And Uh, so how is this going to work? Is Jill going to be like off? It's going to be audio only, I assume. Audio only. Okay. All right. All right. But that's that's fine. This is is exciting. I'm excited for this. Well, you're not on Patreon. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Well, I'll get a free trial. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yes, you go to patreon.com slash is this good and get a free trial yeah. to listen to just that episode. Yeah, yeah. And and, then, uh, and let's get some questions for Jill. I'm sure I'm sure the P hounds uh, questions for okay, Jill. Okay, fine. Look, I'll if she's going to be sort. on mic, we might as well throw a couple at her. Mm, okay, fine, fair enough. Uh, and, and you get exclusives like, remember we talked about how I was singing you happy birthday and you were doing everything in your power to avoid <laughs> listening to me sing? I, I, <laughs> I knew it was funny in the moment, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, maybe it's not funny if I watch back." We, you put it up on Patreon as an exclusive. It's funny. Yeah, it, it made me up. laugh very hard. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny, and I was seriously not. It was not on purpose. I was very kerfuffled over here trying to get my headphones working. So okay, I take your word for it. Uh, and so that's Patreon. Send me emails at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Uh, they could be for this AMA thing that I'm doing next week that I'm now speaking into existence. Uh, or we could always use good topics. Could always use good topics. For sure. Subscribe on YouTube where JD is killing himself to put this up in video format <laughs> so you could see that we are the true sexiest <laughs> podcasters alive. Uh, the reviews on Apple Podcasts, they ticked up a bit, JD. We're now at 387. We're okay. trying to get to 400. Be the hero. Yes. Thirteen. We're thirteen away for four. Thirteen away. Lucky number thirteen. But don't try to be the thirteenth. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't know right the order. That's right. Because it's always confusing when they say like the thousandth customer. So why would you go in right away if you want to be the thousandth customer? (laughs) You know, there's no chance on day one you're gonna be the thousandth customer. You know what I'm saying? You're right. Absolutely. But here, there's no point in trying to time it up. That's right. Like it now. Chip into the collective. Yeah. And uh, listen to this week's episode. Came out on Monday. A banger with... A banger! A banger! With Georgia Love. That's what they call sausages over there, JD. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it was a banger. got a very funny uh, YouTube comment on the episode with Georgia Love. Uh, how can I read this? Petar Todic, 4121, said... This was a YouTube comment. 
During 2020, I wanted to hear details about how the NBA bubble would work, so I stumbled upon No Dunks. This long and strange road led me to where I am today, listening to the Australian Bachelorette three years later. (laughs) What a path. That is weird. As a piece of follow-up, so you remember our very controversial uh, Settle This Topic that we did with Zach Harper about a guy who was asked to house sit. Yes. And after discussing all the details with the person, he agreed to house sit, agreed to the arrangement. Then a couple days later, the guy whose house it was called him and said, oh, one more thing. I know you've already agreed and you will be house sitting here and you can't take that back. One more thing. We're vegan and not only can you not cook any vegan, non-vegan food in here, you cannot bring any non-vegan food in here. Right. And this led us to a discussion of, you know, does it need to be discussed when you're house sitting with someone if you are going to have sex in their house right. or masturbate in their house, yeah. right? So yeah. uh, the person, Jack, who sent in that question wrote back and he said, hello, Matthew, I was delighted to hear my story on the podcast. To provide some more details, I was not paid at all. Oh, my God. Because this was the big thing. We were talking like the arrangement, in the arrangement, when he says, okay, I need you to be here for three nights, Mm -hmm. take out the garbage on Tuesday, feed the cat, blah, 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 and for that, I'll be paying you $100 a night or whatever it is. And that we said that it's almost like he didn't tell him about the vegan thing. Because then he would maybe have to pay more money for adopting a vegan lifestyle. Right. But he wasn't paid at all. Yeah. Which was my hunch to begin with. This was just a very kind person. I guess so. So here's where we get to the meat, so to speak. (laughs) Uh, To to the the meat substance, the jackfruit of this conversation. Uh, However, it was interesting that you raised the question regarding having, quote, special guests visit during my stay. (laughs) I did, in fact, engage in various sexy times nice (laughs) Borat voice during my stay and felt an extra level of satisfaction knowing that the purity of the vegan's bed was being contaminated (laughs) with the bodies of those who consume cheese from time to time. Uh, Thanks again for including this in the pod. All the best, Jack. So Jack complied. Jack complied. Wow. Good for you. are a saint, Jack, honestly. By the way, aren't we done with house sitting? Like it's stupid, right? House sitting. Go on. What? Why? I don't know. In this age, we're of... having someone house sit here, so I, I'd love for you to talk me out of it. Why? We're going away for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I okay. So so. Well, you it's have cheaper animals. to pay someone to live here. Okay, no, sorry, but that, well, but they're not house sitting. They're looking after your animals. That I get. But well, there, there's like people who will just have. Their house sat like there's no animals. They just go over. Oh and, no, that I don't understand. Yeah, it's just we got ring doorknob doorbells and cameras everywhere. Anyways, like burglar alarms. Like what is? <laughs> it is. It is always. I found it weird. Like when I, when I was younger and heard about this, like you know, I would overhear my parents talking about like, oh well, the such and such is house sitting. They're they're on a vacation or they're. He had to go for work here for three months, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, oh, like they're paying them? It's like, no, no, the people that are house-sitting are doing them a favor. Right. Do they not have a home? Like they're 
like coach couch service. No, like, like the people are saying it. We would feel so much better being away if someone was in the house. Right. I would feel so much worse. Totally. For all all, all these reasons, like what are they touching? What are they yeah. using? The stress of having to clean the place to the point where I would feel some comfortable with someone staying there. Moving embarrassing things around. Hide your um, sex toys, people. Hide your right? sex toys, people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're keeping the the factory running while we're away, and I'm already worried. Like, oh, a, you know. Okay, so this is great. So you're going away, and and people have to this no dunks show program that you talked about that I've never heard of. Yeah, there's the studios in your garage. Yeah, so they still have to come in and do the show. They're coming so in. So who who are show. you giving the keys to? Ash. Really? That's the one you trust, not the people you've known for <laughs> No, I'm going to give them all years. keys. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But Interesting. It's, it's just like, I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about stuff that I've left around here. You're only worried that they're going to not like the how dirty our house is. Yeah. You're not worried about them doing anything to our house. Or worried, you're worried about being embarrassed. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm already I'm embarrassed I'm, about too. Yeah, I'm embarrassed every day. <laughs> But it's different because we're here, you know? It's like, yeah. this place is still a fucking mess. They're, they're looking around. But I guess they live here, but we won't be here. And it's just, ugh. I don't know. Do you think anyone's going to go upstairs? Uh, no reason to go upstairs. There's a bathroom downstairs. The podcast studio's downstairs. <laughs> why uh, would they go upstairs? Why would they? But they're welcome to, I guess. Oh. If, you know. Okay. Yeah. We got nothing to hide. Oh, we're pretty open books. They'll find what they expect to find. Yeah, whatever you think is going on up there, <laughs> it is. It's probably going on up there. So, you know, we have two teenage boys. Plus, I, I you know, we're kind of freaky. So, you know, I'm gonna find some dildos and dick pills. Yeah, I just feel even weirder literally being in between you two right now. Uh, Okay, well, we went very long on the sexiest people, but I do want to get to the story because just, Jade, I know it's going to make you very happy. You're going to be very excited before oh, we go. Great. Because um, you are a big Led Zeppelin fan. Would you agree? <laughs> yeah, I am actually. I love Led, okay. Led Zeppelin. Right. And you're always playing their music. Any chance you get, you're putting the immigrant song into one of our videos. I, and <laughs> Yes. So I have very exciting news about Led Zeppelin. <laughs> okay. So. Led Zeppelin 4, the album with uh, Stairway to Heaven on it. I'm sure yeah. you're very familiar. Did you own it on, on vinyl? Of course, yeah. Okay. I've owned it on cassette. I've owned it on vinyl. I've owned it on CD. And now okay, so I... could you describe what the cover of that album looks like? Well, it's, um, it looks like an old... It looks like a painting of a dude, a farmer of sorts, uh-huh. uh, a Thatcher, I think you would call Oh, well, yes. Is that, is that what that's? So, yes, he's got a big, a big bundle of sticks. Okay. Uh, and yeah. he's hunched over. Mm-hmm. And it, it's in a frame and it's on like an old sort of chipped. Uh, the whole thing looks like a painting. It looks like a painting of a painting on a wall. A wall, like an an, an older wall with like paint peeling off of it. If yeah, I had yeah, to, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. just from okay. my, my memory. Just a guess. Okay. <laughs> and uh, just one more question Would you say that it's iconic? It's de- uh, yes, hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Well, here's the good news: fifty-two years after the release of Led Zeppelin's fourth album, yes, widely referred to as Led Zeppelin Four, yeah, the identity of the man gracing its cover has been revealed. <laughs> the cover artwork features an elderly man hinged at the waist, weighed down by a bale of long twigs strapped twigs strapped to his back. 
A research fellow in southwest England has discovered the original source of the scene, a late Victorian era photograph of a Wiltshire Thatcher named Lot Long. Oh, it is a Thatcher. Uh, it is a Thatcher. Now, it's the the uh, discovery is notable not only because it reveals the identity of the bearded Thatcher, but also because for many years the image was widely believed to be, as you said, a painting. Right. Led Zeppelin's record sleeve depicts a recolored version of the image hanging in a frame on a wall, which Robert Plant and Jimmy Fage found in an antique shop in the village of Pangborn, as legend has it. Right. So, fuck, I mean, how... <laughs> <laughs> thrilled are you right now to know this and for, for information you've been asking me do you know who this guy is you've been, like he's on the back of a milk carton you've, you've been asking me for as long as I've known you yeah no that is not the case uh, I've always well I never understood what it was like what was the point of this in fact I think I probably had the album for maybe 10 years before I realized there was a guy in the photo. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those Not abstract... really. That, that's the first thing I noticed. Really? Is it a man, a man carrying sticks? How did you not notice that? I think because it's in a frame and it looks, it looks just abstract to me. Like the... I've always said this on the basketball show that you've never heard of. The, yeah. da, the Dallas Mavericks logo is a... Yeah. It's, I think it's a horse, but I've never seen it. Like... Or when I have seen it, it's it's like stare. I have to stare at it like uh, one of those old 3D pictures, and it mm-hmm. it has to reveal itself to me. So I might maybe <laughs> I have a problem with that. Like, but when I did realize that it was a guy with sticks, I was like, "What is? You know, you try to. I'm from the age of like you know heavy metal. You know, Iron Maiden. You know, Number of the Beast, where." You know, there's a devil. There's like a scene on the the album, you know. It's like, oh, this is the number of the beast. And there's Eddie, their mascot. And he's got the strings of the devil. But no, if you look, it's the strings are attached to a an actual devil above Eddie. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, oh, whoa, so this is a puppet master. Yeah. So then I would look at Led, Zepp- Led Zeppelin before. I'm like, what? Is this the bustle in the hedgerow? Like, what is, what yeah, is well, this guy? Yes. It could is be. That, but is it could it? be. But it's not, though, well, because no, it's just it's Jimmy not. Page and Robert Plant <laughs> looking, oh, this would look cool on an album cover. <laughs> I don't like that. I like the little thought So, so you've never liked this cover? I've never loved it, no. Oh, really? Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. But now going forward, like, if your uh, kids... You know, they inherit your vinyl collection, and they're looking at it, and they're playing Led Zeppelin four as they should at some point in their lives. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, they're like, "Who, who is that? Who is that Thatcher on the cover of Led Zeppelin four? Will you storm in and say he has a name? It's Lot Long. It's Lot Long." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, if you really sort of, you just take a breath and a step back, it is a cool, it's it's a cool album cover. I've seen worse, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool, it's cool. But so then, so then I guess you never wondered who the kids on Houses of the Holy is. I never, it's never thought Never crossed it. your mind. Never you know, you don't want to know who the two girls on the Siamese Dream cover are? Yeah. You don't care. Is, you don't care. No, the, the baby <laughs> on the Nirvana album, I don't care. You don't care? No, I don't care. Well, what you know that how he sued Nirvana? Yeah. Um, For the and... dollar that he he didn't get. <laughs> they, kept, <laughs> they kept reeling. And I <laughs> That's right. 
would you would you have allowed your child to be that child that baby on the cover of Nevermind? Like one of the most iconic celebrated albums of all time, really. Hundred percent. Yeah. But and, and especially even more powerful because if you even forget about the music, just what it meant right. culturally. Yeah. Not just Kurt Cobain, but you know, knocking uh, what's the the lore of uh, Michael Jackson's Black and White off the chart, and, and in one fell swoop, killing sort of pop music and killing gr- uh, grunge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, sorry, not inven- killing grunge, killing uh, grunge, killing hair rock yeah. and inventing grunge is what yeah. I meant to say. Um, yeah, but you got to remember that we didn't know. They, they didn't know. They were just right. This, they were this... just like we're pawning our kids' pecker off to be on an album that could sell. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, that was be that was the problem that he was naked on it. Is that right? Is yeah. that why he? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. I think it was something about like not getting royalties or money. And then one of his claims was also that it was child pornography. Oh, give me a break. That he didn't consent. You know, right? He Did he consent. win? No. No. Good. Um, Did you hear that the <laughs> producer? Uh, the producer is uh, of of in utero. Was it in utero? I can't remember. It's uh, it's it's what in utero is what's his name? It's not Steve Butch. Albini. Steve Albini. Steve yeah. Albini. He got he got paid for the session, but no royalties from it. Huh. Oh, this that's is pretty rough. Th- yeah. Well, but he's fine with it. This is a true artist. Yeah. He's like, well, I haven't listened to it yet, but from what I I've heard, he's it's a it's a Conan O'Brien's uh, podcast. He him and Chris and Dave are on are on on it together. And uh, apparently he's fine. He's fine that he never made, other than being paid for the session, of course. Just yeah, but like, he's he's a true like, uh, he's, you know, like fuck, you know, the corporate labels yeah. and and fuck selling out and right. He's a curmudgeon. He's I mean, a, he's kind of like you. Yeah, for sure. Steve Albini, come on, is this good? <laughs> Please. Please, what, you'll go on Conan but not this show? That's a little weird, don't you think? <laughs> now, Conan should be a sexy uh, podcaster. Yes. I, yes. well, for, for sa- your sapiosexual wife, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I'm just going to Google sap- sapiosexual just to make sure that is right. what I think yeah. it is. Otherwise, we might have to delete this <laughs> yeah, whole he could, episode. He could do sexiest man alive. Sexiest man alive? Like oh, yeah. Conan O'Brien. He's just so funny. Oh no, and Sa- sapiosexual, sapiosexual means a woman that's attracted to horses. <laughs> I'm no, glad just kidding. I didn't just kidding. It. it is a person is uh, sapiosexuality means a person that is sexually attracted to highly intelligent people, so much so that they consider it to be the most important trait in a partner. Oh. It is a relatively new word and has become popular in recent years. Woohoo! All right. Well, that's the show. We Listen to it. next week's show. <laughs> Coming out November 20th, we are going to have Skeets on and we're going to have Trey on. Nice. And I'll be there and JD will be there to do a little sort of family Thanksgiving for you. Then uh, later that week will be the Patreon only episode with myself and the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> no offense taken. D- depending on the room. She's gorgeous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, email us at isthisgoodpod@gmail.com. Send me some good topics for that show because I will need them. Mm. Subscribe everywhere. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Let's get it to 400. Let's get it above 400 by next time. Yeah. Uh, JD, have a great trip. Rachel, I assume you're going to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Enjoy. This was JD and Matt reaching out from the great beyond. And Rachel. I guess I should start saying this was JD and Matt and Rachel reaching out from the great beyond. We'll see you next week. Bye.